0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan
1: Bongino.
0: So I got a couple big things today. <laughs> First is, I mean, if this isn't an episode of The Twilight Zone, I don't know what is. I'm watching Fox last night. Lieutenant Bobolinski's back, former Biden family business partner who's now come out and blown the whistle on their corruption. And apparently his ream of documents he had showing just how corrupt the Biden crime family was. Fox News shipped them from New York to L.A. And amazing, amazing. They magically disappeared. It's just weird. Always super weird, right? Boxes opened up. Documents are gone. It reminds me of, remember Ren and Stimpy, the land of the left socks? Where the left socks go? Where they go? Nobody knows. Remember that episode? <laughs> the funniest episode ever. Where do all the left socks go? The same place the Tony Bobolinsky paperwork goes, apparently, I got that story and some good news on it, too. So don't worry. Have no fear. What else do I got? The coup. Oh, New York Times. Davey Alba, she'll be all over there. You might want to watch this one, Davey. The coup. Yeah, when I talk about the coup, I'm talking about the leftist coup. Leftist threats for violence after Election Day. Of course, they'll blame it on us because that's what these lunatics do. But I got more evidence there that it's not us. Conservatives, we're a peaceful bunch. Thank the Lord. Um, But the leftists, again... Planning for chaos after election day. Again, you've been warned. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies, that was a hell of an opening, huh? Not bad. Today's uh, Express- <laughs> show brought to you by ExpressVPN. <laughs> Folks, protect your. You're not supposed to laugh. Nobody knows you're there yet. Sorry? I can't even say who you are. <laughs> no one has any idea. They've never heard of you before. Where's that laughter coming from? Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN for the third time. They only paid for one pre roll, now getting three. Get a VPN today and protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Finally, who was a mystery laugh? Nobody had any idea, of course. Welcome to the Dan Bongino <laughs> Show. Producer Joe. Yes. How are you today, Bongino? I'm doing
1: well, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's all I can say. How about that? I know. I, I know. That? I know, I know, I know what you're on. thinking. Yeah. Because
0: I talked to Joe before the show and I'm like, you know. Didn't sleep great last night, but I'm ready to turn it on. That's why he's laughing because I was yeah. like, we got to bring it right away. Yeah. And that's why he's a little stung. <laughs> right out of the bullpen like Rivera. Bring I'm in stunned. the righty. Yeah. Bring him in. I'm stunned. Mariano Rivera, shut this thing down. Good to be here, brother. That's how brother. it gets done here. Yeah, babe. Yeah, me too. Me too. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. All right, folks, let's get to it. Big loaded show today. A lot of sound, a lot of audio, a lot of clips. Today's show brought to you by friends at Job Creators Network. Listen, I am not messing with you. This is game time now. Forget it, game time over, this is action time. The game's over, we're now at action action time. This is like the seasons are, this is the Super Bowl right now. Early in person voting, (laughs) I can never say that. Early in person voting has already started. I voted already, so did Paula. election's over for us, but not for millions of people out there. We need to turn people out. The good news is we are turning out in record numbers. And there are many more states where early early in-person voting has begun. Now, just because you voted or have voted or may have voted doesn't mean your job is done. We got to get other people now to show up and show up early. Please don't wait for Election Day. I understand this is a tradition for a lot of people, but this isn't time for tradition. This is time to win. The country is at stake. We cannot lose here. How do we do this? Go to KeepAmericaAmerica.com. That's how. The folks at Job Creators Network provide the most up-to-date voting information, information you can count on. Even if you've already voted, you can go to KeepAmericaAmerica.com and figure out what you can do to get others to vote. The 2016 election was decided by how many? Thousands of votes. Yeah, that's right. Not millions. Thousands. 400,000 of you have already gone to KeepAmericaAmerica.com. We got about a week left. There's still time. I want to see that number reach a million. Please make this the biggest get-out-the-vote effort in conservative history one people can't ignore anymore. Go to keepamericaamerica.com. Figure out what you can do to help get out the vote. Commit to taking just one person. No, no. Commit to taking 10. I'm throwing that out. 10 people. 10. Maybe 20. Help someone complete an application for a mail-in ballot. Do what you can. Do a little. Do a lot. Do your part. How do you figure out what you can do and how you can help get out the vote? Go to keepamericaamerica.com. Please go now. Thanks, keepamericaamerica.com. All right, Joe. Let's go. All right. I was messing around with the Kenny bell again this morning. Yeah. Wait, check this oh, out, yeah. folks. The Kenny bell. This thing actually rings. I didn't realize the lever works. Listen. That sounds good. That sucker actually rings the Kenny. Yeah. Bell. I was using the, he gave me a little wrench. <laughs> but the bell ringer thing rings too. Yeah, that's cool. So we've have, we're like triple set here. Even if the bell ringer breaks, we've got a wrench to ring the bell in case Joe's technical bell goes down. There you so go. th- look, look at there. Paula there panning out like a pro. Lucky I don't have anything on my desk right there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be sick yeah. I do have some stuff. I have these cool little like things for your grip. Check that out. And then you even got the other. One. This is like Alpha Grip. They're not a sponsor or anything, but they're pretty cool. And you put this on your fingers and you get your forearms. This is what I'm <laughs> doing. I'm always exercising. Raycon to your buds. What else we got here? We got the lint. Roller here, you know. Luckily, I don't have any dandruff or anything like that. Mm. We got remotes, Vincero watches. This is like the greatest mm. desk ever. But thank you, Miss Paula, for panning out. You surprised me that everything's all clean and ready to go. And the gavel from who sent us this? this? Someone, someone really nice. But thank you. And the Kenny Bell, of course, as you can see on the desk. All right, let's get right to it. Um, listen, folks, I have been all over this story about the Democrats' plans for post-election chaos. The story has leftists in the media, Davey Alba from the New York Times and others, so paranoid that amazingly they keep trying to turn the story around on us, making it a Republicans pound story. What are Republican pound stories and why does this matter here? Well, it matters for a couple of reasons. This is serious stuff. We have leftist groups, one that personally attacked me and my wife coming out of the White House. I showed you the video calling my wife um, a It starts with an H and it rhymes with flow, um, if you know what I mean. Dropping F-bombs at us, throwing stuff at us. When I was at the White House the night President Trump accepted the nomination at the White House for the GOP nod for the presidency, we were there. I showed you the video being harassed, harangued, and attacked by Black Lives Matter and Antifa people leaving the White House. They followed us for miles. I showed you the video. So I've been a victim of this. And yet people at the New York Times and elsewhere, Davey Alba and others, uh, the fake news specialist over there, they keep trying to write the story, blaming this one. up Like, my gosh, you know, <laughs> you, guys, you guys deserve to be attacked. You're exposing the attackers. Huh? What? Hmm? I will continue to expose these leftists because while we, the conservatives, and I will vigorously, strongly, and on a principled manner, argue for peace and calm always after election day, the left won't. And the left will try to blame it on us. That's why it matters, number one, because it could be dangerous. And I want you to be aware. But number two, the Republicans' pounce stories are getting old. We're onto your games. Just stop the it. N- nobody takes you seriously anymore, so just stop the nonsense. How does Republicans' pounce work? We expose a story about leftists planning chaos after Election Day. And the story becomes not about exposing the liberals, but about Republicans' pounce on leftists calling for leftist violence. The story becomes about our response to it, which is exactly what Albert the New York Times did. Exactly. She'll probably do it again after this. And you know what? It's fine because nobody actually takes the New York Times seriously and we have a far greater network of people. Washington Examiner, check this story out. Again, more plans for leftist chaos. Now replace this group in the Washington Examiner story with a Tea Party group and this would be a national story right now. Protesters plan to quote, Make sure Trump leaves after the election by Nicholas Rowan, a staff writer at the Washington Examiner. Wow. Can you imagine if the, remember the Barack Obama, Mitt Romney election when he was running for re-election? Can you imagine the story? Tea Party plans to show up at the White House and make sure Obama leaves. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Man. Ladies and gentlemen, there would be a full-blown FBI investigation. People would be put under the guillotine. Has to be the death penalty for Tea Party members involved in this debacle if that actually happened. Yep. Now, of course, because it's a left-leaning group, they'll cover it up and they'll blame us. There'll be another New York Times story. Dan Bongito pounces on liberals threatening to pounce on the White House. It'll be a Republicans pounce on media pouncing on Republicans pounce story again. So tell me again... How all of this talk about post-election chaos is crazy talk. I'm just citing reporting about what liberal groups are doing. Are you confused? From the Washington Examiner piece. And again, just listen to these leftist groups in their own words about their chaos plans post-election. It's their own words. Their own words. Just listen. Read for once, New York Times people. Quote, this group, this leftist group, what's their name? What's the name of the group? I forget of the piece. The group on its website promises a quote, uprising. Oh, oh here we go, Joseph Sturbey. Dan Bongino pounces on liberals calling for an uprising. Mm-hmm. Or an uprising? Where they're going to, quote, make sure Trump leaves office after the election. By the way, this is the same group that has shown up in Washington, D.C., over and over, accosting people, screaming and yelling when all this rioting went on. So they're very serious. It's not a joke. Quote from this group again, leftist group, which, again, they'll blame on us because that's what they do when we expose them because they're leftists themselves at The New York Times. Quote, from his attacks on mail-in ballots in the U.S. Postal Service to the GOP's longtime voter suppression strategy. Trump has shown that he will stop at nothing to maintain his grip on power, the group said. (laughs) This is hilarious. Trump will not leave office without mass mobilization, Joe, and direct action. Again, Armacost, imagine for a moment if this was a Tea Party group in 2012 talking about mass action against Obama if he didn't leave the White House and a, quote, uprising. I am not kidding. People would be in shackles- handcuffs, leg shackles, they'd be imprisoned in gulags, sent to Siberia. We'd have to be a new Solzhenitsyn writing stories about the gulags for the Republican Tea Party who are sent to the gulags because they talked about an uprising under Obama. But because it's a leftist group, I assure you, I assure you, The dopes in the left wing media will write a story about our response to leftist calls for a quote, quote, liberals and media people, media idiots. That means that they said that or wrote it. That's what the quotations are. They're calling for an uprising. And the story will be about us engaging in an uprising, exposing people calling for an uprising. If you're like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I can't understand. Yeah, sane people all over the world can't understand it either because the media folks aren't sane anymore. Tell me again how I'm crazy though. I'm just citing reporting about what leftists are planning to do. Can you name for me, by the way, I'll put a challenge out there. If you can name for me a credible Republican group, credible Republican group, don't cite to me lunatics credible Republican group that is out there calling for an election day uprising. Well, we'll talk about it on the show. You won't. You can't. They'd already be arrested by the FBI. Unreal folks. And they, again, they come after us. We're going to put this on Facebook, by the way, I'm sure it'll be checked by an independent fact checker who will say, no, no. When they said uprising, um, uh, what they meant they meant getting up in the morning and eating a bowl of Cheerios. That's what they really weren't talking about, a political uprising, really, because they say they're going to remove him by, quote, direct action, Trump. Dire- no, 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 no. By direct action, they mean the action of scooping the Cheerios in the spoon into your mouth. That's what they meant with the uprising. They did, because that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. That'll be their fact check on Facebook. I got more on Facebook and Twitter today as well. They're absolutely pathetic, embarrassing hearing up on the Hill today. All right, enough on this, um, because we got a lot more to talk to, including. <laughs> this is like, last night was the sequel to the Bobolinsky Files. It was like, a, what are the, some of the great sequels ever? Hmm. You had Alien, Aliens. Remember Aliens? They say it was much better than the original. Shocker. The sequels are almost never better. It's happened a couple of times, though. So you had Bobolinsky and Bobolinsky's. Last night, like yeah, or maybe, you know, with Star Wars, we had The Empire Strikes Back. So this yeah. is Bobolinsky Strikes Back. This is the sequel. Last night was almost as good. Uh, what am I talking about? Tucker Carlson had his uh, guest on again for the second night in a row. Um, an interview, an exclusive interview with Lieutenant Tony Bobolinsky, who is a former partner of the Biden family. It's a very simple case. is alleging now that there were some very suspicious shady deals that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in with enemies of the United States one of them being China. That's the story. The details of the story can get wonky. That is the story, however. A story you will not hear in the mainstream media anywhere because they're too busy writing Republicans Pounce about media pouncing on Republicans Pounce stories. They're too busy with that. But when other media outlets, notably Fox News, us, and sane people, when we go on the air, we report on this because it's kind of a big deal, no, Joe? Little little bit of a big deal. Yeah, man. Guy coming out saying the potential future president of the United States may be bought off by the Chinese communists, yeah. our nuclear powered enemy. I don't know, just throwing that out there. In the real world, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the in the real world. Well, there's another insane twist in Bobolinsky's Bobalinsky Strikes Back, the sequel. Uh check out this Washington Examiner piece. Apparently, a bevy of documents that were shipped by tucker carlson staff but by, by the way disclosure i work at fox you all know that i am a paid contributor there i am i'm i'm just want to be crystal clear i have zero inside information on fox from this at all zero I have not been to Fox in New York in months. Nobody called me about this. I am reporting on this story from Fox strictly as an investigator. I have this is I have no inside information on this. You have my absolute word. I am strictly going on the reporting. Washington Examiner, I found this out when you did last night. No one called me. Hey, Tucker's got a thing tonight. I, I watched it just like you did. But I want to make sure you understand that. Tucker Carlson says, this is unbelievable, folks. Confidential Biden family documents have, quote, vanished. Please read the show notes today. This story will be in there. To access the show notes, go to Bongino.com newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. I refer to them interchangeably. Because there's another story you're going to need, you'll see in a minute too. But it talks about what happened. So Tucker sent this in his staff through a carrier. He doesn't say who, UPS, FedEx, DHL, but he doesn't mention what company it is. They sent these damning documents, reams of paperwork about the Biden crime family from the New York office to LA, where where Tucker Carlson interviewed Bobolinsky, and he just magically disappeared. Don't listen to me explain it, though. Listen to Tucker. Because, folks, listen, let, can we just be candid for a moment? Take off your partisan hats for a moment. Joe, Paula, I need you to wear your ombudsman hats, please. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I own any stock in UPS or FedEx or anything. I, I may in some kind of mutual fund or something. Like that. I'm not an owner or in any significant way. I, they're not sponsors of my show. I don't care about their politics. They are unusually reliable. I mean, seriously. Yeah. When was the last time outside of someone like a porch band stealing it? When was the last time FedEx called you and said, "Hey, we don't know what happened to your package"? I, I'm just telling you from my experience. FedEx, UPS, it's never happened. I know I've had people steal them off my front porch. That's happened. But when it's lost in transit, it's the fault of the carrier. That's never happened. But this is just crazy. Like, So we never hear that. It's like zero, 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 one percent of packages that get lost in transit. And it's the fault of the carrier. Yet magically, this package of documents about the Biden crime family seems to have disappeared. And nobody knows what happened. Listen to Tucker explain this last night. You're going to be like, huh? What? Check this out.
1: There's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about. So on Monday of this week, we received from a source a collection of confidential documents related to the Biden family. We believe those documents are authentic, they're real, and they're damning. At the time we received them, my executive producer, Justin Wells, and I were in Los Angeles preparing to interview Tony Bobulinski about the Biden's business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries. So we texted a producer in New York and we asked him to send those documents to us in LA. And he did that. So Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company, that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem. But the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state noticed that our package was open and empty. Apparently it had been opened. So the company's security team interviewed every one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York, where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous sorting facility. They used pictures of what we had sent so that searchers would know what to look for. They went far and beyond, but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. Now, uh, <laughs> the New York Times has watched I can. I, I can. I.
0: I I'm. I, I put on my social media parlor and uh, Twitter and Facebook yesterday, or parlor and Twitter. Excuse me. A review of my podcast—I never do that—but some people go into iTunes and they review it, or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now, and review it. And someone said Dan's always ahead of the news cycle. Well, because they're so predictable. They're so predictable. Joe, what's going to be the Washington Post, New York Times coverage of this? I, I'll tell even- <laughs> you. It's a conspiracy there. <laughs> okay, it's not. A, I'm not alleging a conspiracy, and it's not a theory. The documents are really gone. Tucker's not lying about it. He's not lying about contacting the company. The company could sue him. They're not making the story up. The documents disappeared. Okay? That's the... Because that's the they don't want to acknowledge that this is strange. Strange, right? Yeah. I'm not alleging a conspiracy. I'm not saying aliens came and took it. Joe Biden himself was sitting there. Joe Biden Biden didn't even know what he, any, this story's about anyway. It doesn't even matter. But like Hunter Biden was in the... Whatever facility for the shipping company installed. I'm not alleging any of that. But of course, the New York Times and other slime balls out there will be like, because eh, that's what they do. It's not a theory. And we don't know if there's a conspiracy because I never said that. And neither did Tucker. He just said what I said that this is really weird, right? Like stuff doesn't typically just disappear with the package open while in transit with a respected carrier and shipper, uh, right? Joe, comments, comments, common sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, why is this story important? Because we have idiots in the media. The imbecile class in the media is strong. Believe me, if there was a union of idiots in the media, it'd be the biggest union in America. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Never laugh at your own, never <laughs> ever laugh at your own jokes. I'm sorry, I'm making an exception. I like that you, they were like, is there a union of imbeciles? Well, what's your biggest membership? Definitely the media, thousands and thousands of members. Because the conspiracy theory by the media, not us, they'll allege we're alleging a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory developing in the media, included by people like Jonathan Chait, a noted Russian collusion imbecile. I mean, like the head of that shop of imbeciles in the media. Uh, Local 672, Jonathan Chait, member of the imbecile union of the media. Jonathan Chait, Russian collusion hoaxer, is already trying to filter out there this stupid idea that, my gosh, maybe Fox never had it. This was like the dog ate my homework. In other words, Fox never had the documents. It just made this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, again, folks, I can't be clearer. I have no inside information on this from Fox at all. You have my word as the Lord Almighty is my judge. I would never do that and focus if I am not telling you the absolute truth. Having said that, I have been at Fox for a long time. If you're suggesting to me Fox went on the air and lied about paperwork that and then lied about shipping it and then lied about the shipping being stolen you really need to seek the help of a qualified mental health professional yesterday because you're insane no no you're really insane something's and dendrites and and axons are not connecting showing you how stupid that theory you get the theory joe Fox, maybe they never had Mm -hmm. the documents in the first, but they're making this whole thing up to attack Biden.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Legal Insurrection, the great uh, Bill Jacobson, has an article up today who is really unimpeachable sources. Um, Bill Jacobson's me. Mike Lachance writes this article. This is in the show notes. Read it. Exclusive. Fox News has copies of damning Biden family documents removed from shipping package. They've learned from a, quote, extremely reliable source in a position to know that Fox News did keep a copy of the documents. So again, ladies and gentlemen, can you just scrap the stupid theory that Fox never had it? It's like a conspiracy. <sighs> Idiots. But keep in mind, the people promoting this told you the pee tape was real. So there you go. That's why it's an important story. We'll see if these documents surface. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. We get, really do have a loaded show today. I got a lot to get to. Uh, Today's show, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by our friends at Phone Soap. Listen, we've all got this device, right? Your phone. This is my phone right here. Picture my family on there, as you can see. Folks, we take our phones to really gross places sometimes. You drop them on the counter. You drop them on the counter in public bathrooms. Well, whatever's on the counter, you're probably picking up in your phone, which is kind of gross. Now, I use phone soap every single day. What is? Well, nasty germs haven't gone away. In order to reduce the spread of germs, you need to wash your hands for a minimum of 20 seconds. We know that. And clean the third hand. You never wash. Third hand? I don't have a third hand. Yes, you do. Here it is right here. It's your phone. Whatever your hand touches and whatever your phone touches gets passed to your phone, passed to you. Hand, phone, phone, counter, germ, phone, firm, germ, germ, phone, germ, hand, phone, germ, hand, phone. It's gross. The best way to clean your phone is with phone, phone soap. I got one right there and a portable one right in the closet behind me phone soap uses uvc light and their patented and clinically proven technology to kill 99.99% of germs like e coli disgusting salmonella and the cold and flu virus phone soap can sanitize and charge your phone in as little as five minutes phone soap is the only consumer uv sanitizer with a 360 degree disinfection chamber It uses two quartz plates to elevate your phone, ensuring that the correct UV light frequency hits all sides of the phone. Then you're only good to clean one side, right? Phone soap is easy to use. It fits smartphones and cases of all sizes. It can even sanitize TV remotes, keys. I put my car keys in there. whatever fits inside. Phone soap makes models for everyone from the Phone Soap 3 that sanitizes in 10 minutes to the Phone Soap Pro, which has a larger sanitizing bay and kills, again, 99.99%. A bacteria in just five minutes. To the home soap, which is big enough to sanitize tablets, toys, bottles, and more. Don't miss out on this. Phone soap is an EPA is EPA registered and trusted by uh, healthcare professionals around the country with millions of satisfied customers. Don't trust knockoffs. Get the uh, best phone soap. For a limited time, go to phonesoap.com. Use code DAN, D-A-N, to save 20%, receive free shipping. Phone soap offers a lifetime warranty in their bulbs. Go to phone soap.com. Remember to use the code Dan to get 20% off and and free shipping. That's phonesoap.com today. Use promo code Dan to save 20%. Clean out phone third hand. All right. Big thanks to Phone Soap. You guys are awesome over there and ladies. We appreciate it. All right. Um on the Bobolinsky's, <laughs> Bobolinsky's or uh Bobulinski Strikes Back, the sequel to the Bobalinski story. So um Leftists are also pushing on, on, uh, on social media, Twitter and elsewhere, Facebook. They're also pushing another. First, it'll be there's a conspiracy theory, of course, which is nonsense because it's not a conspiracy or a theory. Uh, Tony Bobolinsky actually has documents backing all that up. <laughs> you know, kind of an inconvenient talking point for you. But here's their other. Th- I just wanted to show you this quickly, too, because, you know, influential blue checkmark Twitter who I exposed yesterday. They live in this small bubble, but they do the majority of the tweeting leftist blue checkmark Twitter is very influential, even though they're very small and they largely live in their mom's basements eating Stella Doro cookies all day. So uh, they're pushing this nonsense narrative now about Bobolinsky, who was a former Biden family business partner, who's like, hey, listen, something's going on here with this China deal. Now the narrative, that is a manufactured scandal. Again, dreaded air quotes. You don't believe me? Uh, here's one of those blue checkmark guys with an outsized influence on Twitter and an undersized influence in the real world. So, this is uh, Alex Nazarian, blue check mark guy on Twitter. Conservative media routinely manufactures scandals. John Kerry's service in Vietnam, that was manufactured. I'm, I'm not sure because that was an actual scandal. Um, Hillary Clinton's email server, Joe, that was manufactured. We still haven't found the 33,000 emails. Yeah. Nazarian won't tell you anything. Hunter Biden's emails, you mean emails about 10% for the big guy? Did we manufacture that email? I'm not really sure. And then they browbeat mainstream media into not covering those scandals to a sufficient degree. It's bad faith politics and a huge disservice to voters. This is unreal. Again, this just, I I didn't even intend this to flow this way in the show. Usually I do, but this is unintentional. These segues. Do you see again? How like the New York Times, the Washington Post, leftists, they're all the same thing. They're not, they make no distinction between leftist activists, the New York Times and the Post. Please, you're making a huge mistake. You see what they do here? Leftists threaten violence and chaos after election, direct action and uprising. And then they turn around these outlets and they go, conservatives are threatening violence. After, you're like, wait, what? What are you, ta- are you guys on drugs? Oh, that's another story. Brilliant. Now with this, you see what's going on here? There's an actual scandal with a credible witness, Bob Alinsky, with emails, texts, documents, and everything. He produces that, goes on the record. He's not anonymous. Hopefully, more on that later, too. He's not anonymous. And the leftists turn it around and make it about us manufacturing scandals. When you have Nazarian, who had just tweeted this a little while ago talk about a manufactured scandal. This is the same guy, same guy, Coach Dan, same guy. These are two, there are two types of people in the world. They both know that Russia has compromise on Trump. This is hilarious. This clown, <laughs> Zarian blue checkmark guy on Twitter who tweeted about the pee-pee hoax. Remember Trump and the pee-pee overseas. The Russians got the tape. It was made up. It was totally, completely fabricated, made up. This same guy tweeting about the pee-pee hoax is the same guy tweeting that we manufacture scandals, create them. We're not, I mean, really, this is like bizarro Superman world. I can't say that enough. Everything is upside down. Hillary Clinton's emails were a scandal. John Kerry's service in Vietnam, what he said, was always a scandal. Not because of me, because of what people who served with him said. What are you, discrediting their service? The pee hoax was always fake, and yet they turn around and blame it on us. They do this all the time. That's That should tell you, by the way, they're afraid of Bob Alinsky. Tucker hit this last night again in his intro. How damn how damning and devastating this story really is! You can tell the devastation level of the story is inversely proportional to the media coverage. Media coverage zero, devastation effect to the Biden crime family, the Democrats, and the media, a high, super high. It's an inverse relationship. Tucker talked about this last night on his show, how this media cover-up, this Soviet-style media cover-up of the biggest scandal in modern presidential history, a potential president bought off by Chinese communists.
1: How is this unprecedented? We've never seen anything like this. Check this out. Well, today, a Senate committee confirmed it. The Senate reported this afternoon that all of Tony Bobolinsky's documents are, in fact, real. They're authentic. They're not forgeries. This is not Russian disinformation. It is real. Tonight, we have another recording for you from Tony Bobulinski, and we'll add that to the evidence pile. We'll play it for you in just a minute. But we can't help noticing that in a normal country, you probably already would have heard it. Bobolinsky told a remarkable story. Joe Biden, who once again could be president of the United States next week, was planning business deals with America's most formidable global opponent. And when he was caught doing it, Joe Biden lied. And then he went further. He slandered an innocent man as a traitor to his own country. It is clear that Joe Biden did that. That's not a partisan talking point uttered in bad faith on behalf of another presidential campaign. It's true. So the question is, what is Joe Biden's excuse for doing that? What is his version of the story? Everyone has a version and we'd like to hear it. But we don't know what Joe Biden's version of the story is because no one in America's vast media landscape has pressed Joe Biden to answer the question. Instead, reporters at all levels and their editors and their publishers have openly collaborated with Joe Biden's political campaign. That is unprecedented. It has never happened in American history. This morning, the big papers completely ignored what Tony Bobolinsky had to say. So did the other television networks. Not a single word about Bobolinsky appeared on CNN or anywhere else. Newsweek decided to cover it, but came to the conclusion that the real story was about QAnon somehow. This is Soviet-style suppression of information of a legitimate news story days before an election. The ramifications of it are impossible to imagine, but we do know the media cannot continue in the way that it has. No one believes the media anymore, and no one should. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. Just look at polling data.
0: Do you trust me? Did Remember that poll, Joe, a couple of weeks back, maybe three, four weeks ago, we covered mm. where post-pandemic, Well, we're still in this pandemic, of course, but post onset of the pandemic precision matters mm-hmm. the reputations of companies which had gotten better and gotten worse and and the the polling data yes. at the top was obvious people yes. in the, in the medical industry their reputations got better right uh, better but, but how do you feel about doctors now we feel great it was a simple poll there were only what two groups of people whose reputations after the onset of the coronavirus the, pandemic yeah. got worse airlines and the media yeah. and folks this is the dumbest business model in human history. Your, th- your only job is to tell people the truth, however uncomfortable. It's like the airlines. Your only job is to put someone's caboose in a seat and fly them somewhere. If you fly them somewhere else, they're going to be pissed off. I need to go to New York. We're just going to fly you to LA. Huh? The media's only job is... It is to tell you the facts. They don't even want to cover the biggest presidential October surprise scandal we've seen in modern history. And they wonder why nobody trusts them. And they're scratching their heads. How come we're losing money? I saw a story about a major left-wing media publisher downgrading its staff significantly. Listen, I don't wish job losses on anyone. I'm not kidding. Even left-wing media types, they have the right to be in the media and be stupid, do what you want. I don't care. Freedom of the press. I don't consume your garbage, but apparently either does anyone else. That's why you're going out of business and you can't figure this out. Gosh, Fox news. I can't explain their success. Joe Tucker Carlson. Uh, the other night on the Bob Alinsky interview, 7.1 million people. Oh, 7.1 million people. You're talking about large swaths of America. thin. gee, Joe, why would they do that? Why? Maybe because you didn't see the story in the slimes of the Washington Post and the media's like scratching their heads. I I can't figure out why Fox is so popular. I'll show you in a little bit too. A tweet by the CNN fact checker. I can't figure out he's he doesn't want he go. I don't even want to mention Dan Bongino, but I can't figure out why his Facebook page is so popular. (laughs) Gee, I don't know. Huh? Uh -huh. Why is he so popular? Maybe because we cover the facts. And this is the only place with Fox and conservative media you're getting the facts. Daniel Dale, fact checker for CNN. Maybe that's that's why. Get it? They really don't. They're this stupid. They can't figure it out. Why is conservative media so popular? Because we tell the truth and you don't. Huh? One last cut from the from Bobulinski's. <laughs> Bobulinski strikes but I, No one can play out a joke like me. No one. but yeah, you know, totally. It's like I got to use it ten times. There's another piece last night from Tucker Carlson's interview with uh Tony Bobulinski. There's some new audio that's emerged. This appears to be, appears to be a recording of a telephone conversation between two Biden family business partners, a man by the name of Rob Walker and uh James Gilliar. These are two known partners. Nobody disputes that of Biden family and Hunter Biden we were involved apparently in some way in this China deal where 10% of the money from the China deal was going to be kicked up to the big guy, Joe Biden. Remember Biden has denied he had anything to do with his, his son's business dealings, despite the fact that emails show that he allegedly took payments from it or was supposed was promised payments, precision medicine. So that, that seems totally false. Here is some new audio of these two business partners, clearly terrified. This is more of a media story than a Bobolinsky story. Terrified of this, Joe. They're terrified that the media is going to do their job and verify the story. Verify the story. I thought there was nothing to verify. I thought this was Russian disinformation. now, Rob Walker and Gilear didn't didn't anticipate the media going full, song, singing the Soviet National Anthem. They didn't anticipate full Pravda. Walker and Gilear wrongly thought the media was the actual media. And they're worried in this voicemail that they're going to do their job and verify the story. How you could verify a story that's Russian disinformation, I don't know. Maybe because it's not Russian disinformation? Listen to this segment by Tucker. This is pretty
1: damning stuff. Check this out. Bidens have effectively admitted it was wrong, and in private, they've said it out loud. Now, we played some audio last night to show you this. We have more audio tonight. You're about to hear Rob Walker and James Gillier, those are two of the Biden family's business partners, on a call with Tony Bobolinsky. They're discussing how very worried they are that this story, the one we're talking about now, would emerge into the press, that it would become public. And they wanted to figure out how to handle the fallout from that, this audio is very new. Here it is. I just You're think right. that uh, if 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 somebody comes out now and verifies the story, it 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 blows up big time. That's all. We've got this. We've got this situation now where it's escalated again because somebody allegedly one of us three has qualified the uh, the story, and uh, already it's back on the front pages. It's almost touching how naive they are. Now, these are politically sophisticated people, of course. They serve the Biden family. They're Democrats. It goes without saying. But they're convinced in the call you just heard, and this was just taped not long ago, that if this story comes out, the media will verify it and it will blow up. How? How
0: How are they going to do that, Joe? It's Russian disinformation. Right? That's what the...
1: That's what media,
0: left-wing media hacktivists have told us, right? No. They, they told us, so how can you verify Russian disinformation? Move on, move on. Wouldn't it be weird, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, would <laughs> move on that. Wouldn't you go on and say, these people don't know they're being, by the way, Tucker says, and this is important, these are recent phone calls or conversations between these two Biden business partners. Mm-hmm. Why would you be worried about that? If it was fake and the story you knew was fake, because you're there, you're the business partner. And this deal didn't happen. Wouldn't you be eager like Bob Alinsky, to clear your name and come out and on the record say this never happened. These are fake emails. Check my computer. I'm just saying, folks, I'm just asking normal questions for normal people. If I accused Armikas of robbing a bank he didn't rob and I had an email Joe sent to Little Joe, Little Joe, I robbed the bank. Take your cut, buddy. And the email's fake because <laughs> I know Joe didn't rob the bank. Joe be like, look at my computer. I never sent that email. This is fake. Right. But that's not what they're saying. They're on a conversation recorded now where they're worried about media. the media verifying the story. As Tucker accurately stated, oh, how cute and naive that is. Oh, you actually thought the media was going to do their job? <laughs> that's funny. That's really good. That's really good. You thought we had a media? Yeah, here, we have a media why this show is as popular as it is and why Fox is popular and Ben Shapiro and others are popular. That's why. But you thought there was a media with the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's really funny. All right. Speaking of the media, Twitter leftists, but they're all the same thing. We'll get to that. That's my next block in a second. Let me get to my third sponsor. Here. Did you catch that in the background? Paula just hit a button there. I heard that. What was that? <laughs> you playing the tape? Or something? What were you playing there? What was that? It was my podcast. She's listening to my podcast or in the podcast taping today. And that one like alternate universes exist again. Today's show also brought to you by you hear them every day at the beginning of the show. You know who they are. Who? Express VPN. What if there's someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? Be pretty creepy, huh? What if I told you that's what happens every time you go online? Does your internet provider like AT&T or Comcast is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited nasty and can legally sell this data to anyone. You don't want them logging all your data. Who wants that? We use ExpressVPN here. They reroute your internet connection through their secure server so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN and doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? You are absolutely right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN trusted here in a Bongino household because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. It makes it impossible. You hear that? Impossible for their VPN service to store any data, including logs of any Express VPN customer. That's why we use it. And you don't have to take my or ExpressVPN's word for it. Don't do that. Do your fact check. Express VPN is so confident in their no logs claim. They even had one of the biggest assurance firms, Cooper, audit their technology. How about that? Check that out. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now. Find out how you can get three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more, figure out why CNET and Wired name ExpressVPN, the number one VPN in the world. Again, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Okay. Um, again, speaking of leftist media types, social media companies, but they're all, you know, the same thing with the same goals. The tech tyrants were brought up to Capitol Hill yesterday. And dressed down in front of the United States Senate uh, for being exactly what they are, which is tyrants in the tech industry. Social media uh, folks and companies like Facebook, Twitter, and then the Google people who manage YouTube and Google were brought up there as well. So this story about Bobolinsky, this was an intentional segue. You know, the Bobolinsky story is Russian disinformation. The fact that a Biden business partner saying they did shady deals with China or were looking at one. That's Russian disinformation. Uh, That is why, allegedly, Twitter, Twitter, which is a garbage site, people ask me, why are you still on Twitter? Because I promote Parler on Twitter. That's why. (laughs) It's the only reason. Twitter said they sanctioned this story about Bobolinsky in the New York Post and have effectively banned the New York Post from their own account until they delete the tweet about the Bobolinsky story. They said, well, we did it because we're not sure where it came from and, you know, allegations of Russian disinformation and everything like that. So Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin asked Jack Dorsey, who came in yesterday looking like he was out of biblical times or something with some uh, some beard thing. I mean, really, dude. So Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, who pretty much hates conservatives, I mean, as evidenced by their business practices, was asked directly, do you have any evidence whatsoever that this Bobolinsky story that you guys censored on Twitter is Russian disinformation? So here's Dorsey, Joe, laying out a conclusive case. You will come away totally convinced they had their ducks in a row that this was definitely Russian disinformation. Check this out.
1: For both Mr. Zuckerberg and Dorsey, who who s- censored censored New York Post stories or throttled them back, do either one of you have any evidence that the New York Post story is part of Russian disinformation or that those emails aren't authentic Do any of you have any any information whatsoever they're not authentic or that they are russian disinformation mr dorsey we we
0: don't Uh, oh oh i'm sorry i screwed that segment up paul i want you to play the part where joe i don't know i don't know it's your fault or joe's my apologies i know i sent you the clip where dorsey lays out the case that they sanctioned the fourth largest newspaper in the United States, if this was Joe Biden, the fourth largest newspaper in the United States, the New York Post, they censored them on the Bobolinsky biden crime family story. Oh. They censored them because they had credible loads of information that it was Russian disinformation. That cut, please. Dude, that's the only one I got. Come on, come on, guys. You know? Chop, chop. <laughs> okay, the answer <laughs> chop, is I'm being chop. a jerk because there is no cut. They don't have anything. They just made it up. Joe didn't forget it. Paula didn't forget it. I wouldn't snap at her anyway. Everything. Only when I'm on being a sarcastic jerk for effect. There is nothing. That is the cut. Fourth largest newspaper in the United States. Cut down from Twitter right before an election. And the dopey CEO with his seven foot long goatee hanging from his face. No. We don't have anything, nothing. So you got rid of the New York Post's account or they're banned from posting because you just, what, felt like it? Apparently. And they want Section 230 protection. We're not a publisher. (laughs) Funny, that's really funny. Here's the New York Post fighting back. By the way, everyone should go and New York, what is it, newyorkpost.com? And follow them on Twitter now because apparently they're the only one of the few honest papers left in America. And uh, let's do the Streisand effect where they attack the New York Post and we make their account bigger and more pronounced. New York Post wrote an op-ed about this today. They're being shaken down like the mob. Post editorial board. Twitter's running a blackmail operation. Cooperate or no traffic for you. So apparently Dorsey and the leftist sleazeballs at Twitter told the New York Post. You can delete the tweet about the Bob Alinsky story and then you can have access to your account. And they bring up a good point. It reminds me, for those of you who grew up in New York, like me and Paul, the mob was still pretty powerful. Not as much as so as they were in, say, the 70s. But when I grew up there, there was always the threat. They would come in. I, I, I worked in a place and I'm not going to say where in Queens, but people would come in a lot and say, nice place you got here. Be a real shame if it burned down. Well, why would it burn down? No, I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying like, we have a sanitation contract that you're probably going to want to take. You know, New York, you get private sanitation. If you have like, say a deli, the privates that you don't, you don't rely on the New York city sanitation department, private sanitation people come in and they put up a dumpster and they take care of it. So they come in and and, and the mob was big in the sanitation, private sanitation industry. And Joe, they say, it's a real shame if the place would burn down because you didn't take our contract. Well, that would be a shame. Are you telling me you're going to burn? No, I'm not saying that. We're not saying we're going to burn your place down as the guy's got a lighter in his hand. No, no, we're not saying that at all. We're just saying you may want to use our sanitation company. Yeah, but you guys are priced really, really high compared to the competitors. Hey, listen, we're not going to burn your place down. The lighter in the hand with the match. We're not going to burn it down. We're just (laughs) saying be a real shame. So Twitter's doing the, be a real shame, New York Post, if you didn't delete that tweet. Real shame. So from the New York Post, it's a great line. That's where I got this from. So uh, Twitter's strong arm tactics to censor the Post ever since they began reporting on the Hunter Biden emails. First, it froze their account and banned their stories. Then amid a public backlash, it agreed to unfreeze us, but only if we deleted our original tweets. <laughs> Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO, sounded like every mob enforcer and shakedown artist in history. Hey, uh, nice paper you got there, New York Post. Shame should something happen to it. Dorsey knows full well media outlets depend on social media and Google search algorithms to help readers access their reporting. Damn right. Be a real shame if you lost your newspaper there. Shakedown artists. By the way, New York Post, get over to Parlor. Post wherever you want. I mean, I don't understand why you I, holy again, I, I don't leave Twitter, and I'm not suggesting you should too. Fight there all you want. I use it to advertise Parlor and to, you know, fight back against dopey libs. But my social media home is Parlor, and it'll always be Parlor. I'm a part owner there, as you know, but because we don't censor free speech there. I don't know why this is hard. For, you know, for the New York, parlor. I mean, you can do what you want. I'm just saying like you, you, you're relying on the the Twitter golden calf, the gods of Twitter to, to let you speak, speak on parlor all you want. That's why I did it. All right. So we had some more uh, fireworks yesterday and I'm going to get to that next. Let me get to my last sponsor, but some more fireworks at yesterday's uh, Capitol Hill Dress down of the tech tyrants we had mike lee just nailing zuckerberg to the wall hey mark you think you could just name one liberal you guys have censored he's like uh, i don't know not really sure Uh, that's kind of funny we'll get to that in a second today's show our final sponsors patriot mobile leftist corporations like verizon have empowered radicals to tear our country apart by funding their efforts most recently sending 10 million to al sharpton and others started with impeachment then exploiting the pandemic followed by violent riots and now they're threatening violence over filling that seat, that seat that was filled on the Supreme Court. Patriot Mobile shares your values and won't send your hard-earned money, <coughs> excuse me, to aid in the destruction of America or fund Planned Parenthood. Get the same, listen, the same nationwide service and support a company that loves America. It shares your values and supports our heroic police. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number. Bring your own phone. Buy a new one. They now have their best offer yet. Whatever you want, they can do for you. Get a free month of service or free phone plus free activation with their offer code Dan. Here's what you do. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. We'll call their US-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so please make the switch today. This is a great company, by the way. We're going to be doing a something in the future with them you're going to really like. They put their money where their mouth is. patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Patriotmobile.com/slash Dan or call nine seven two Patriot. Make the switch today. Don't wait. Okay, uh, so getting back to the hearing, uh, Senator Mike Lee, who's a really good guy, um, he was up there yesterday as well, shredding these uh, utter buffoons, these complete tools, and uh, he gets Mark Zuckerberg of book up there. You know the the, the fake fact checker, fake book. And he asked them, hey, listen, since you guys censored the New York Post Bobolinsky story, too, you know, Soviet style, Pravda-like, I'm sure you've done the same to leftists, right? Right, Joe? Fair enough? Yeah, fair enough. Because you censor stories, your questionable content, and leftists post questionable content stories all the time. You know, like the PP dossier, (laughs) that one. I'm sure you censored that, too, because fake book, you're saying you're, you're fair and even keeled across the board. You censor stuff when it's questionable. So uh, just give us one, one one leftist. I'm I'm sure Zuckerberg right off the top of his head had one. So listen to Mike Lee and Zuckerberg. Again, a a fantastic one. He lays out a litany of leftists they've censored too. Check this out.
1: Can you name for me one high-profile person or entity from a liberal ideology who you have censored and and what particular action you took? Uh, Senator, I can get you a, a, a list of some more of this, but there are certainly many examples that your, your Democratic colleagues um, object to when when um, you know, a fact checker might label something as false that they disagree with or um, they're yeah, not but, able yeah, to. I, to I, I get that. I, I get that. I just want to be clear. I, I'm just asking you if you can name for me uh, uh, one High-profile liberal person or company who you've censored. I understand that the, the, uh, it, you're saying that there are complaints on both sides, but I just, I just want one name
0: of one person or one entity. Um, so, Senator, I need to, I need to think about it and, and and
1: and get you more of a list. But but there are certainly many many issues on both sides of the aisle where people think we are we are making content moderation decisions that they disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> just and just, just one. This is just one. Just can you just name one? I mean, I, I can go through 20 right now, just in the last few days. Grinnell, Donald Trump, Rick Grinnell, Donald Trump, me, legions of other conservatives had their content censored. The New York Post, a relatively right-leading paper. The list goes on and on and on. Oh, people have had their content censored. Charlie Kirk, uh, I mean, really, we could do this all day. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, can you just tell us one? And he's like, No, no, there are lots of them. Yeah, yeah, Mike Lee's great. He's like, yeah, Just one. I don't, I don't need the list. I just need more. Uh, uh, uh. Now, the the response on the left, which again, it's so predictable. I'm always like a month ahead of these people, folks. Trust me when I tell you this too. This is not a self celebratory, like pat on the back, like, man, I'm so smart, man. I'm not so smart. The people on the left are just really stupid. But I'd love to take a, I'm ahead of them because I'm so, into- it's not that. I'm of a rather normal intelligence. I just read a lot. The left is just really stupid. So I can predict there is, so the response is going to be again, me, me, what are you talking about? I don't listen to me. I'm not bringing my name up here for just some, Bizarre reason to insert myself in the story. I am the story on fake book. The fake book response, which is going to be parroted by the media, is even though they openly admitted to discriminating against conservatives by scuttling the Biden Bobolinsky story, they admitted it. We know they did it. They put it out on Twitter, on social media. Their people, that Andy Stone guy, tweeted they were going to stop distribution of the story from going viral. They admitted it. They're going to say, No, no, no. We don't discriminate against conservatives. Some of the top posts on Facebook every day are from conservatives. And that argument may make sense. I'll dispute in a second because I'm part of the story. You don't believe me? Uh, You're just inserting. I'm not inserting my name. Here's CBS News inserting my name trying to say fake book doesn't discriminate. Look at Dan Bongino. Check this out from yesterday.
1: Uh, Facebook. Publishes it. In fact, they tweeted it earlier today. The top performing link post by U.S. Facebook pages in the last 24 hours. Number one is Dios es bueno, which I guess is God is good, which we can all get behind, I guess. But number two, three, four, five, six, they're all pages from Dan Bongino, who's a conservative. right wing, uh, you know, media personality. Number seven is Donald Trump for president. Number eight is Fox News. Number nine is Dan Bongino. Number 10 is David J. Harris Jr. who's also a, cons- those are the top 10 performing Facebook pages in the last 24 hours. So the, the, the notion that Republicans say that they're being censored on some of these platforms um, might be considered sort of laughable if you're just going by the data that Facebook publishes. Um, again, I note that it's only for the last 24 hours. So there's that window, but.
0: Listen, I'm really sorry. CBS News Guide, number one, that's not Facebook's, uh, that's Facebook's top 10, that's a Twitter part. Now, it is Tangle, a tool by Facebook, okay? So he's, I think he's a little confused about the actual, uh, where they came from, but that's all, it is tangle. so I'll be fair to him. But he doesn't understand the difference between censoring conservative content via the use of fact checkers who aren't fact-checking, they're leftist editorialists, that you've been a victim of a lot of, that. I get your emails, you post a story on Facebook that knocks liberals, it gets fact-checked by an opinion writer. It's not a fact-checker at all. The story then gets squashed, and there's a big see bl- why this is a fake story on your part. That never happens to liberals, almost never. It happens to me all the time. What we're also talking about is Facebook openly admitting they squashed the Bobolinsky story in the New York Post. They admitted it. Don't tell me they don't censor conservative content. Now, Dan, address the fact that you keep coming up in the story that your page is really popular. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not my fault that people on the right understand the share button. Facebook has a share button. People share my stuff. It has nothing to do with Facebook not censoring me, it's that Facebook has Here's my personal account. Fakebook has a share button. People share my stuff. That's the only reason we're the number one or two page in the country on any given day. Because people like it and they hit share. It's not fakebook not censoring conservatives. They've admitted to it. Conservatives on Facebook share my stuff. Do you want to, Paula, uh, Joe, do you want, is this making sense? Because I... I'm tired of my name being invoked in this yeah. by leftists. Conservative content is censored. It happens to my page. Right. They fact check stuff. They put strikes against you on fake fact check. It happens to conservatives everywhere. They censored the New York post story. Mm-hmm. The popularity of my page does not mean not censorship. It just right. means people hit share. Right. That's it. It has nothing to do with Facebook helping me. You, Facebook's not sharing it. People are. Yeah.
1: You attain that rank despite the censorship. Yeah, there you go. There
0: you Thank go. you. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, yes, not because, not, you know, Facebook's doing nothing to help me. Right. They're doing everything they can. Paula, how many ads do they squash for us on Facebook? A lot? How many, what percentage would you say roughly? Half, maybe? You don't even understand what wow. goes on behind the scenes of fights, fights with fake books. Now, again, showing you how leftist media types can't understand why my page is popular, as Joe said, right, despite fake book, not because of it. Here's the CNN fact checker. This guy's a tool, by the way, but sometimes I put up his stuff to laugh at him because he's not a fact checker at all. He's an opinion guy. He doesn't give a damn about facts. He does this all the time. Daniel Dell, he says, this is yesterday. He, by the way, so high fluid. This guy was not a, a, a one 100,000th of the audience I have. He, he hesitates to talk about Dan Bongino. Oh, I'm sorry. The, 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 you know, put this guy on the Mount Olympus of intellects. Daniel, they can't even fact check. He can't even do his <laughs> own job right. He says, quote on Twitter, I hesitate to talk about Dan Bongino, but I'm genuinely curious. What is it about Bongino that puts him on this Facebook list so frequently over the mainly similar oriented accounts? He can't figure out that people hit the share button. And look at this. I I included a response for a reason because I get this all the time. Here's another confused liberal on Twitter who can't figure out why conservatives would find my conservative show interesting. It's puzzling, Joe. It's a guy. He responds to him. This is at Ask H-U-K, Ask Huck. He says, talking about me, I'm very likely, uh, Bongino, buying amplification, ad clicks and followership. And letting the network effect do the rest. Someone needs to follow the trail. Please ask Huck, Mr. Ask Hucker, whatever your name is. Mm -hmm. Please follow the trail. We have never, never, ever, ever, never bought followers. Our ads are rejected about 50% of the time. And our marketing budget is, I'll do some quick math in my head. Compared to our revenue our marketing budget is less than 1% of the revenue generated on our page. That's with most of the ads being rejected by Facebook. Again, the story's not about me, it's about the ex- I'm being exerted, inserted into the story. Joe's right. We are winning on Facebook despite them, not because of them. And the left cannot possibly figure it out. Reporters have called me repeatedly on this. What's the secret sauce to your Facebook page? What? The truth? I, Joe, I'm not kidding. You know who they are. I mean, I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah. Yeah, They were yeah. nice on the phone, so I'm not going to bash yeah. them. They, they Some of them seem genuinely interested, but this Daniel Dale can't figure it out. He can't figure out why we were ahead of the impeachment hoax and ahead of the Spygate hoax. We debunked the collusion hoax early. Gee, I don't know. Why would people want to tune into the Dan Bongino Show? Because you wanted the truth and you got it? I don't know. I'm just guessing, folks. Man, we do have a lot more stuff. Yeah, we're definitely not going to get to all this today. You know what? I wanted to do the GDP story. I'll get to that tomorrow because it's important. Can we just do quick the F-16 story, Paula? This is a cool story. You mind skipping ahead? I'll do the GDP. Explosive GDP growth numbers. If you're voting on the economy, vote Trump. I'll get to more of a detailed story tomorrow, I owe you more, but there's a lot going on. It's a cool story though, yesterday. Um, so Trump was at a rally, President Trump in Arizona, and an F-16 flew over his head and it was loud. And President Trump got a little confused. For I think he thought they were putting on some kind of like a show overhead. Um, I think they told him afterward what really happened. But do me a favor, play the video for it. I'll tell you what really happened. I got the inside scoop on this, because I was there when some of this stuff happened, when I was in the Secret Service. Check this video out. Oh, look at that look 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 oh look at that they gave the president the little display wow how about that how about that I wonder if the fake news caught that did you see that camera because they never turn the camera they don't want to show anything that's good you got to check that out on my video channel, rumble.com slash know, Watch the video at the end. You got to watch. it. That's an F-16 overhead at a Trump rally in Arizona. Um, but it's not a display. Well, it was a display, but not a display display, if you know what I mean. Right. The F-16 was engaged in an intercept. In and yeah, those were signal flares. I, I found this story amusing. I wanted to just quickly address it today uh, because the Washington Examiner, again, in the show notes, please read the story. The GDP article will be in the show notes too. And we'll be highlighting it on Bongino Report, Bongino.com too. To make sure everybody understands before the election. Economic growth, President Trump, that's it. Equal, synonymous. Fighter jet intercepts plane near the Trump rally in Arizona. That's what that was. It was signal flares from an F-16. You could see in that video telling this aircraft that it violated... Can we do some jargon for a minute? By the way, it's open jargon. It's not something I'm letting you in on secret, secret service jargon. Um, it's in the article. You can see it. It's out there online and people see it. But there are TFRs at presidential sites. You know what TFRs are? They're temporary flight restrictions. Planes and aircraft cannot enter this temporary flight restricted zone over the president. Why? Because we don't want a 9-11 type episode. You know, you know no good. So we there's a TFR. The TFR, the way it's enforced, is via a NOTAM. A lot of jargon here, folks, but if you want to sound like the cool kids. Um, A NOTAM is short for a notice to airmen. A NOTAM goes out on these channels to the pilots saying, don't fly here. Well, not everybody sees the NOTAM, so occasionally you'll see at these presidential sites when you're not supposed to fly over the president, people do it. 999 out of 1,000, even more, 999.999 out of a million of these are just mistakes. You get it where the pilot didn't see the NOTAM and they fly overhead. And that's what happens. An F-16 comes and buzzes you and puts a signal flare, which is probably pretty scary. And they tell you to land your plane stat. So what probably happened last night is this pilot didn't see the NOTAM, entered the TFR, and he was not communicating. He, whether he didn't have his communication device on, whatever it was, or wasn't listening. Well, didn't hear it. Landed. Luckily, it was, from what I'm hearing, was a non, it was just a mistake. Again, the guy didn't see the note and flew overhead by mistake. But I just want to leave this quick story. It's the funniest story. ever. I tell the story when I give a speech. This happened to me once. This is the reason I want to address it today. I was with Obama in Bloomberg when Obama was the president of the United States in Martha's Vineyard once. I'm on a golf course. And I had been dealing with these uh, Massachusetts State Troopers who were really cool guys, but man, this one guy was like right out of the State Trooper textbook, Joe. Square jaw, mm-hmm. like grizzled, you know, he was in his 50s, but still Jack, like 6'5", yeah. you know, that, the hat and everything. So me being the lead advance in Martha's Vineyard, the lead car is always a police car and a motorcade, so you ride with him. So I'm with this State Trooper. We're there for like two weeks. This guy doesn't say a word, nothing. He doesn't say anything. He, he's like, hello and goodbye. Super nice, not rude, but just didn't say anything. So, after about a week or so, I go to this golf course with Obama. We're on, I don't know, whatever, the 17th hole, whatever it was. And I'm the lead. One of these TFR violations happens. So, I'm the lead. So, they're calling to me on the radio, which everyone can hear in the earpiece. They're like, uh, Bongino from uh, this sack, whose name is Arrivia at the time. You know, uh, he's like, hey, uh, what's up with that plane? Because everybody's talking about this. is a plane coming in. Uh, it's coming in low, slow. This is a big deal. I'm like, we're on it, we're on it. I'm talking on the cell phone to a guy at the uh, at the local Traycon. I'm like, hey, is this thing coming? You know, low and slow is bad because it's coming in low because it could crash. And slow is even worse because then, you know, it, it, slow is bad because then they could come in and hit you like a bullseye. This thing's coming in, coming in. Five minutes go by, it's still coming in. If there's a bullseye, this plane's headed right for it. Like, Bacino, what's going on? What's going on? So I go over the radio and in the back of the state trooper car, I had left the lunchbox radio. So this state trooper can hear everything. We were supposed to leave him in there. He can hear everything going. On. He can hear me talking. Five, 10 minutes go by. This plane is not leaving. It's headed right for where Obama and Bloomberg are on this golf course. I had to make the call. So I said over the radio, I'm like, you know, we get we got to launch the Intercept. So a Raptor, F-23 Whoa. You ever see an F-22 Raptor? Whoa. Buzzes this golf course, gets this guy out. of They don't, like, shoot him out of the sky. That only happens in movies. They get him to land, but buzzes the golf course. If you've ever heard a Raptor overhead at a golf course, it is loud. It's louder than that was yesterday the Trump rally. Buzz this guy. They get him down. Turned out, again, if typical was a mistake. I wasn't didn't pay attention to the note him. But I go back in the car about an hour later. I see the state trooper had not said not but a couple words to me in two weeks and he turns around grizzled face probably chewing on a a dip or something (laughs) he's like that you on the radio there calling in that raptor I said "Uh, yeah I'd already forgotten about it it was like an hour later but stuff like that would happen all the time I'm like yeah 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 that was me what's up he's like that was the coolest effing thing I have ever seen in my life I'm like (laughs) I think I bought the guy coffee the next day. Greatest line ever. (laughs) Greatest. True story. True story. He didn't say effing. He said the actual thing. It was hilarious. I'm crying now talking about it. All right, folks. Just want to leave you with a little positive stuff today. We got got a busy week. Um, I have some news tomorrow, uh, hopefully, on the show, too. Waiting for some other stuff to come out. So um, don't miss the show. I've also got an update on the Miami-Dade situation in Florida with the polling. Miami-Dade. Blue County in Florida, not looking good for the Democrats at all. It's getting worse. So don't miss tomorrow's show. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to the video show, please. It's all free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Trying to get to 200,000 subscribers. Please help us out. And also subscribe to the audio show on Apple Podcasts and elsewhere. We really appreciate it, folks. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.